Good morning, Seattle. It is February the 15th, 2021, and it's just about almost 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Almost 5 a.m. if you can hear the road chimes. And this is the continuing series of transcriptions, translations, transliterations, and various types of things that you'll do with language to convert from one form to a symbolic, you know, whatever, conglomeration of conceptual garbage. This is the continuing work in looking for the things that we find in the idiomatic idiographic, ideogrammic realm of the disturbed minds of those souls chained by darkness. This is the ninth lecture that has been transcribed in the series of lost lectures, the lost prison lectures of Charles Manson. Now, of course, one can question this entire story and say, well, that sounds like Hitler's diary bullshit. Here's the deal. I can neither confirm nor deny that these spirit beings are communicating with me. But I think they're out there, don't you? If your ears are open and your eyes can see... You can sense the oncoming traffic. You're on a one-way road. Do you see the light ahead? Indeed, this is lecture number nine. The title of the lecture that we got off of the really terribly... Well, I didn't do the work. Uh, Let me talk about the people that have done the work. These are the... Well, these are the true heroes, really. Um, In 2019, Dr. Ruth Hooverington of the Pacific Northwest Transcendental College of... Well, some call it the Transcendental College of Eastern Hypnotherapy... Other people call it Evergreen State College. Yes, Dr. Ruth Herbington, the Transcendental College of Upper East Side, Upper Buttchuck Reasoning, also known as Evergreen State. Yeah. <laughs> In 2019, this great professor of knowledge discovered boxes and various tubes and cans and jars filled with bits of paper and she began the process of transcribing. Many in the field of what's referred to as metamodernistic archaeology think of this as a Dead Sea Scroll moment. 
or maybe the toilet paper bowl moment. But the point is, this is intriguing and fascinating. And the work she did is amazing with the help of Mr. Ken Hayes of the, well, of, of the International Electronic Corporation. He's famous for figuring out ways to record the thoughts of people in the past while they're going to the bathroom. Ken and Dr. Ruth Huberington and their team of just stalwart, hardworking, very bright researchers, most of whom are also members of a bowling team. Because of their work, we now have at least, I think, a few lectures. We think we might end up discovering up to 50. It really depends on a lot of things, doesn't it? But, on the other hand, does it really? We don't know. This is the ninth lecture in the series of Lost Prison Lectures by Charles Manson. And this lecture was given in prison to his prison-style friends in a prison-style cafeteria being watched by prison-style guards. And there's a lot of love if you can feel it. This lecture number nine is titled Mystery Hotel, and it was given by Charles Manson on December the 27th, 1997. Slouching towards Gamora's slash pad, In September of 67, I was still a lonesome traveler with few amigos. I had hunted Skeelmac while in the Hoosgow, and now my back was broken by it. I knew I needed the warmth of my iron and concrete mother, but I also saw a glimmer of wet hope in the brownish rain of California and its many miracles. I took a ride down there with a girl who had blonde hair and a black heart. We tasted the moist West Coast mornings and jingled our groin shredders. She used me. I used her, a one-time token from a monkey god in the mountains. I dropped, the I dropped that body off and then met up with some old friends, Carla and Biggs. Carla and Biggs were with me in those days, taking turns with the castaway freaks off of Bo Blimtock Avenue. Biggs was a pimp, and a hustler, and a rustler, and a poet-magician, 
Biggs ran hookers here and there and in San Francisco. They called him the San Francisco treat, you know. Carla? <laughs> Carla was a cloven woman. A tribe breeder, a master of coinic arts, and a jumbly juice surprise. She had 20 kids she didn't know about. She gave birth while passed out on grapefruit wine. She was a hooker and a lover and a builder of pain castles. Carla and I would take walks where the floaters would be sitting out on the bay. Me and Carla would grab stones and sit at the pier all day trying to skip rocks over the corpses floating in the sea. Carla would always drink some rum each time she won, and she won a lot. <laughs> so many bodies. How did I meet Carla? We used to hang out at Tuzzler's Lounge looking for cocaine me and my crew, and then Sluggo said, go down to Prairie Street and look for a hooker named Carla. She's hairy and angry and covered in boils and rashes and scars that go deep, deep to the bone, heroin holes, mole banquet. That's when I first met her, my dirt queen. I told Carla, you will be my barroom princess and I will be your buffalo king. Biggs made fun of me. Biggs made fun of me. I took a beer bottle and broke it off and shoved it into his nasty, grimy, cruddy, blum-blip-talk face. The face of a French bulldog. He's not smiling no more, though. smiling no more. We had to be on the run. We had to move. We needed to travel and to sleep. It's like you arrived yesterday. It's like you arrived yesterday, but wanted to get here tomorrow. Yes, indeed, it's like you arrived yesterday, but wanted to get here tomorrow. Those northwest winds, when you trap a love angel in Smigus, 
You leave her broken in a dirty bed with nasty old blankets and sheets and bed bugs and a stink of some dread deed that happened years ago, but the ghosts still haunt the bathtub where the shotgun blast rung out. Then it's just over. That's how those days and nights felt, traveling the coast, looking for a place to stay. I love your soul colors. Your color is crystal green palace flower, Carla said to Biggs. Biggs, who was driving the car, flicked the coals from his lit cigarette back on Carla's nice little white dress. You son of a bitch, I'll kill ya. Carla screamed, but Biggs kept trucking. When you can find the sparrow realm, you can find the misty mountains of Thai-style massage paradise, where Glugus kings ravage the milkmaidens of those eastern regions, and the old guard sells rooms to dark figures doing surgery late at night, and your last buck is in hawk. I could sense some place opening up. Where could we find respite? Where could we stay? Where we could stay and be welcome to stay. Me and my family. You stop by the filling station and steal their loot and set fire to their pumps. And an old Navajo engine looks at you right into your eyes and says, he was a teacher, he never meant to hurt, he was a poet living in a demon world surrounded by darkness. That's what the Navajo spirit said. And you look at that old wino shaman and take your brass knuckles and wipe that smug engine look off that old man's face. And then you pay the gas station attendant. The Sklinkus Fist is the Gerd Pistol. The Sklinkus Fist is the Gerd Pistol. And you can't stop chasing the dragon until the dragon has chased you up a tree. And your true love is hanging from the tree. And you feel a longing for those miracle whip days of freebie carrying on and busted up temples, smoking hot. I got done beating the engine, and my gird pistol was covered in dried blood turning black. You behold the truncheon ruin when cops and guards and nurses and nuns, covered in spikes, chase your naked and quivering body down the street. And you try to hide in a culvert of your own despair, but it's Valentine's Day. and everyone will burn. Just eat the candy, baby. Just eat the candy. Is that a hotel up there? I asked Biggs. Shit, that's the Winston. We don't want to stay there. Why? That's where those hookers disappeared. Then that's where we're staying.
then that's where we're staying. If that's where the hookers disappeared, that's where we're staying. And Biggs pulled into the parking lot and Carla awoke from her nap. Hotel Winston. The Hotel Winston. Crabs. The crabs live in the dead brains of miserable pimps working near 13th and Shipton, where that old man got hammered drunk and fed poison to the fish women of Chinatown. And then after he hacked to death 65 people in a pure rage, those were the thoughts in my head as we checked in. The guy at the desk was young and angry, and his eyes were jaundiced. You want a room? He asked. Fuck yeah. Big enough for my whole family. That's extra charge. For three and two. Three and what? Three and two. Three people in a two-person room. You fucker! I stared at that skunk face, making my face look all weird, and he relented to the normal overnight fee of six bucks, fuck you. We saw the room. Urine and vomit, not yet dry. Beds wet with stink and bleach. Something bad had happened, was happening, would keep happening. And no one was going to clean up this scar in the universe. Some scars are reopened forever and ever and ever. Some scars don't heal. My crinkle ass got stuck in the place, it seems, that hotel covered in yellow bile and the cracks in the toilets and the mold eating away at our love affair. You couldn't break my heart because I'd sold it to a shaman for 20 gold nuggets and a pound of premium weed. You can't stop it. You get taken down a notch by life. Your love, sta- your love lays there, motionless in the bed, leaving her sweat upon the polyester covers, colored a desert theme with cowboys killing engines and mankind torn apart by a mirror scorn. You can see her body... And you know she's dead. You did it. We dropped off our stuff. And then Biggs and I left Carla in the room to do, to do some exploring. But you can't just leave her there, Carla. You have to tie her up. Her body is her mind cathedral. The towers of Dagon stand guard against cotton candy miracles and cigarette outings. You stare long at the red eyes of that demon and you see your cougar self. And the puss and the pus and the pus and the pus drips. The pus drips hardy from your old wounds. She will tear the place apart. She will kill and shrill and thrill. We had to tie her up. My wine trail was a bloodline to the virgin hills in Northern California. My breath filled your love zone with splendid juice, Carla said as we left. I told her, I love you, baby. We could rage down by the corner with old Grigus and the flimsy twins. 
We could cook up some scrag and clean out our veins and find the hooker paradise in Fresno. We could if we had hands covered in demon grease and a heart welded shut by an arc welder. Carla had that LSD stare. Carla was the tigress priestess. She held my heart with metal tongs. I rolled in the grasses of her summer valley and we suckled on blood grapes. Tired old spinsters made us a quilt and we soiled it with our love grease and then set fire to their wispy old home. Crones die badly. We were free to touch our energy cubes. Leave the lointment cream, muttered Carla as I locked the door behind us. The lointment cream. 15th floor. Biggs and I went up to the 15th floor. Where could we go if we had the time? We would have built robot armies and computers the size of buildings. We would have got men and women and their precious monkey oils connected in some super fricassee of painful watching, dread morning and a heartless night. Biggs and I chased an old couple down the hallway and then we came to a door labeled Sadness. And we could smell a new stink. A stranger fragrance of those torrid nights spent hunting spunk whales. We ran into, an, into another fucker in the hallway. Shooting up heroin. I said, Dlingus, take thy sword out of my shaft and stop your drinking and smoking. And all he could do was pick up an old two-by-four and beat me near to death. He said he was sorry. He bought me a Coke. I waited several days and crushed his skull with an old chunk of riprap over. We were setting new limits. And we needed to sleep. So we went back to the bedroom to check on Carla and get in the bed. Checking out, baby. Checking out. The unbroken promise of two mingled as one and then fried and cooked and barred from the gates of Tovish, where muskrat dragons wage war on old burnt-out ape weasels. The whole thing costs five bucks. And you can watch, and the women will pee in your mouth when they're done. See it? You can't pay in money when checking out. The hotel is an energy dam designed to store the mind thoughts of cretins, cretins, and marlins, and old eagles driven mad by whiskey magic. The hotel is meant for goomba freaks and jelly bean heads and tormented lovers readying themselves for the final feast. I will burn it down, all of it. I will burn it down. 
I will burn it down. I will burn it down, every piece of that hotel. I will burn it down. I will burn it down. I will burn it down. All of it. As stated, this is the ninth in the series of transcribed prison lectures of Charles Manson. There are many people who question the origins and sources of things, and you can snopes this and say, well, gee, there, there, there never were these lost prison lectures, Dan, and you can say that, or maybe there's a multiverse like that Lawrence Krauss fuck says, or or some interpretation of the Schrodinger bullshit end? Shut the fuck up would be my answer. It could be a Charles Manson from this universe. It could be the Charles Manson from Dimension 8. He knows metaphorical Nazi Gandhi. Of course, the process of doing this work of severing information from one region of the super-universe, pulling it through the membrane of existential control, tightening your sphincter long enough to receive those signals, and then doing that, that work takes time, and it doesn't pay for itself. So if you've taken care of your food, your water, your shelter, if you've taken care of the people you love, and I hope you love somebody, if you've taken care of your cats and your dogs and your strange animals to include French bulldogs, if you've done the things you need to do, want to do, have to do, if you've done all your preparation, and after all of this, you still have a few nuggets of gold left over, then you can donate to my podcast if you want to. It's optional. You don't have to do it all the time. You can do it as much as you want to, or you can do it zero. I appreciate you listening. In reality, it would be great to, to get paid more money, but then again, it'd be great to not live in a dystopia. But we don't always get what we want, but often we do get a giant hair, hairy ball sandwich covered in, yeah, covered in pig ointment grease and desecrated horse entrails and old, nasty, rotten, you know chicken eggs and butter that's way past its due date and all that goes in a sandwich and you get a bite so please on this I think it's President's Day right yeah on this February the 15th 2021 please have a great rest of your day